in both business and personal interactions. We'll see how class was really the deciding factor at a critical moment in American history, and we'll explore how you can make the lessons of that moment work for you. In subsequent sessions, we'll explore ten essential elements that comprise class in the truest sense of the word. Then in the final session of the program, we'll look at how class expresses itself through achievement in the material world, for you certainly, but also for those around you. This ability to create success for others is one of the most admirable qualities of class. Like a great athlete, a class person always plays the game at a high level and makes better players of his or her teammates as well. To begin our exploration of class and what it can do, let's look at a case in point. There has never been a clearer example of class in action than history's first presidential debate. The debate took place on September 13, 1960. The participants, of course, were John F. Kennedy, then a senator from Massachusetts, and Vice President Richard M. Nixon. Over the years, whole books have been written about this event, but it's rarely been discussed from the perspective of class in the way that we'll be using the word. Yet class was really a huge factor in the debate. It really made the difference in who won and who lost, and in that sense, it changed the course of history. It's often been pointed out that people who heard the debate on radio thought that Richard Nixon had won, while the millions who watched on TV considered John Kennedy the clear winner. There's a simple reason for this. Nixon had an excellent presentation, but Kennedy had an overwhelming class advantage. What do we mean by class advantage? Well, it doesn't mean that Kennedy was wealthier than Nixon, although that may have been the case. What it does mean is the first very important point to understand about class. John Kennedy's class advantage came from the fact that he seemed cool, calm, and in control. Once again, Nixon had the content, but Kennedy had the class. In fact, nothing that was said that night was particularly significant. There were no zingers or sound bites, and the issues that were discussed seemed totally irrelevant in today's world. But what has endured are images of a relaxed and confident-looking John F. Kennedy, clearly the class act, despite the fact that Richard Nixon was more experienced and much better known. How did this happen? Well, amid all that has been written about the first presidential debate, three points stand out. We'll be returning to these points in various forms throughout the program, so as you listen to them now, give some thought to how they may also be present in your life and your career. You may never run for president, but you will surely be facing some of the same decisions Kennedy and Nixon made almost 50 years ago. On the surface, those decisions may have seemed to be about technicalities or procedures, but they were really about something else. They were about class, or the perception of class, and about how to most effectively communicate that perception. First, the participants in the debate were there for very different reasons. For Kennedy, the debate was a positive choice. As a relative unknown, he had everything to gain and little to lose. For Nixon, however, it was a constraint. And worst of all, it was a constraint he imposed upon himself against the counsel of those around him. Nixon's advisors urged him not to debate Kennedy, but Nixon felt compelled to do so. He felt he had something to prove, perhaps to himself more than to anyone else. 
so his actions were based on insecurity rather than strength. This is an extremely interesting dynamic, one that can affect any decision-maker, regardless of the external circumstances. In fact, the more powerful people become, the more constrained they may feel to prove that they actually deserve their power. They need constant reassurance and support, which often manifests as a crew of yes-men to head off any self-doubt. Class never expresses itself unwillingly. Class always is a positive or even a joyful choice. Even if your actions are objectively class, the positive effect is canceled if the motivation is negative. And make no mistake, negative motivation always reveals itself, sometimes in unexpected and embarrassing ways. For example, just before his presidential debate, Richard Nixon had spent several weeks in the hospital.